Welcome, everyone, to Paradigm Shifters. And we have one of our favorite guests, or I should say our favorite coalescence of guests. We have Ginger Metro coming in with Galexis and going to talk about what's going on in the world today and beyond. Because it's not just what's going on in the world, is it, Ginger? It's also what's going on in the universes and how we can maximize and engage ourselves with some of the most evolutionary ah, frequencies that we can imagine. Welcome to yes, the show, Ginger. We are evolving. We're yes, evolving. We evol and could you say that we're evolving faster than usual? Uh, yes, I would say that this year we are evolving in a way that would be much more termed as a leap hmm. in consciousness. I'm up this for that. This is a huge year of where you're going to step into your the knowing and the wisdom of what your purpose is more, where what your work is, what your mission is. Well, so tell me this. Is this the shift we've long awaited? Yes, it is. Yay! How long Yay! will it take? 20 minutes? Or? How many decades have we been waiting for this? <laughs> I remember 1987 and the harmonic convergence, and we thought, oh, now it's going to happen. <laughs> I know, but we never had a great command of time, did we? No. No, it's all so kind of organic and... And circular, it's not linear. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so what are we going to do about it? I know you have some wonderful, wonderful uh, ways of seeing it and wonderful ways of helping us develop what I understand is kind of consciousness community in order to fuel exactly. a large coalescence of beings. Is that right? Exactly, because this is the year of the new world. This is the birth of the new world within yourself personally and and also collectively. And what is so exciting is that as we get the collective working together, as many of us come together and work together, we are able to focus with our intention, with our love, with our choice as empowered light beings. We are a future that is going to work for us. And most people are not aware that the future creates the present. If, in other words, I have to if we think have, about that. How does that work? All right. If you are envisioning the future that you want, what you desire to manifest, and your focus there and your energies there, there's a certain resonance that that creates. That's true. And this resonance then has a kind of a uh, a back uh, in effect that comes back to your present and aligns your present to that future so that you move on track to that future that you choose. Okay? Now, when you do that, and you do that deliberately, most people say, oh, that's manifestation. But most people tend to think of, well, the idea is that if I remove all the obstacles to successful future, then I'm going to have a fabulous future. It's like I'll have a fabulous future by default if I get rid of my problems. And this is part of what seems to distract our culture and the collective so much is because they're so busy trying to focus on and get clear and get rid of the problems mm -hmm. that that they don't set up the resonance for the future. That sure and if makes you do sense. too much on the problems, yes, you can get rid of this problem, that problem, the other problem, the other, da, 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 but the problems will keep arising because your identity is as a problem solver. Mm-hmm. Instead, you need to shift from the problem solver identity to the creator identity. So it is a quantum leap. 
It is. It's huge. Right. You're not going to get there by solving all your problems, releasing all your blocks, and healing all the limitations. Mm. Those will drop off if you get your resonance up beyond their scope, Mm -hmm. beyond their capacity, beyond their impact. If you get the resonance up and you move that way, then all the solutions and healings that you that you want will come your way and there's several ways to get to that higher resonance one is by imagining and dreaming the future for yourself and also for the world and very importantly is to make sure that your energy field has more power and oomph going out from you rather than you keep receiving everything now i've what i've noticed is that when i am sending healing to the world and to other people sending the love and compassion out there, I get more healing myself. I get more insight. I get more intuitive hits. I get more knowing about what to do and how to go about it. And I get the connections with the people and the information and the things that happen. There's more magic. Okay. So, so I like to uh, see that, that I'm creating a resonance that is pulling me towards that future and in the meantime, the, uh, my past, the limitations of my past, which I have worked on for years and years and years, and the same stubborn physical crap seems to hang on, right, <laughs> is, that, is that it starts, starts loosening up. It starts uh, dissolving a bit. It starts start being so um, aggravating. I've had, like, health problems for many, 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 many years, and I've processed on the physical with all sorts of holistic and alternative things. I went to, I tried standard medical. It didn't work either. I, uh, then I went and worked on all the emotions and got rid of all the blocks and, and, and (laughs) and everything. And and it still was there. So, so I learned about this personally, you know, so I have decided to create something that we as human beings together can do If it appeals to those of you listening, then I would really highly recommend that you join me. I'm going to be mm, launching what I called the Dream Future Project. I love it. How do we sign up? (laughs) You would write me an email, and my name is Ginger, so it's ginger at, and then our, uh, my husband and I, Daniel and I, have a uh, personal website which is called Giniel, and his name is Daniel, and I'm Ginger, and so it's first half of my name and second half of his name, so it's Giniel.com, okay? So G-I-N-I-E-L.com. So Ginger at Giniel.com is my email address. Please, if you're interested in joining me and dreaming this future and aligning yourself up and collectively bringing the world into an alignment with your dream future, with my dream future, um, then uh, please write me, and I would really like for you to join me, okay? And uh, and also, in the process of that, um, I channel Galexis, and Galexis has been giving me so much information, which you're going to hear about in just a little bit, uh, on how to, how to really pull the energies together and get moving towards the dream future and getting into this new world, this great shift happening to get into that, whole um, uh, completion, you might say, or moving to that new level and anchoring on the new level 
uh, of this birth of this new world, this new reality, and really bringing it and integrating it into the world because it's ready and it's happening now. In fact, I basically found myself entering the new world uh, only like a few days ago. And it's going to happen to people throughout this year. Everybody has their own cadence, their own pace. It'll happen for them. A uh, few people, it happened, you know, it's happened uh, starting last August with the um, serious days, the dog days of summer, which is the serious uh, uh, vortex uh, opening in which there's extra downloads and extra input from the divine to us. And during that time, we got implanted with the seed, with the with the energy moving, uh, moving us and catapulting us forward so a lot of people already entered last year and and i finally got my husband got in last year and now i'm in this year how can you tell when you're in well i had a very strong intense experience it's Ah. like a a, i I could feel the download happen okay i felt one happen back in august uh with the syria download um and i've had a few things in between but uh, and a lot of magic has been going on. However, uh, just a few days ago, I had this whole whole energy just shoot from from uh, from below. It's like the Kundalini whoop, going through me, and and I was unusually happy, oh, and I'm wonderful. still happier and have way more energy and and uh, way more awareness than I had only three days ago. Wonderful. Um, yeah, and I've talked to other people who are now having those little seed exper- uh, experiences where they experience the, it's like a burst. It's like a um, a fertilization. You know, when an egg and a sperm come together and they, and they create a fertilization and it happens, at the moment of fertilization, there's some zinc they found that's in the in the cell, uh, in the egg cell, and, and with the sperm and whatever. And this zinc, uh, at the moment of conception, uh, explodes. And there's light flashes out of, the, out of the egg. It's like that's the moment that we're stepping into this new world. Mm. So uh, I, everybody's probably going to get one. And if not, there's some people who are just going to slide in. You know, it's like they're going to realize, oh, you know, I've been feeling amazingly empowered and free and I feel lighter than usual. Oh, things are going really interestingly. I'm feeling more magical. My life is becoming more enchanted. Nice. So so um, it's pe- people who are on their spiritual path are going to get it. They're, it's being offered to everybody, but... Only those who are on their spiritual path will probably note it consciously. Mm. But uh, a lot of people who are, are, are going to get it and are going to move into the new world, they just don't know it yet because they don't even think in those terms yet. But, um, but the majority of people are going to move into the, into the positive dream future. And this is the year that the reality split. So uh, from... You, you get a choice. Do you want to go into the nightmare? You know, you've seen Trump and uh, and, uh, and and little rocket man, as he calls it, <laughs> uh, threaten to blow up the whole planet, you know, uh, just to assuage their egos. 
Right? They're doing all this extreme saber rattling and trying to intimidate uh, each other. I, I call it willy jousting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So all of this is going on. And so that's a nightmare future, though. You know, it's, that's devastating. And then there's a mediocre future in which things just kind of continue, you know, so, so, you know, no. you keep struggling with the same issues. You never quite get fully ahead, but life goes on and da, 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 da. And then there's the dream future in which the healing happens, the uplift happens, the expansion happens, the joy happens, the love happens. And, uh, and that's the one that I want to focus on and create so that that creates the present for all of us. So any of, of you who are interested to join me in the Dream Future Project, please get in touch with me. And also when that happens, we will give you uh, uh, the, the greater self process and will also give you the, um, which is, which is where you're heading is becoming your greater self. As you step into your greater self, of course, and the law of attraction, you know, that this means that your reality is going to be that much greater. So the greater self process, it's a teleseminar who, whoever wants to write me, will I'll send them the link to that and to other articles and um, keep, keep you up to date on the progression of this new world manifestation and new life manifestation that you're moving into. And uh, so I invite you to do that. But that's kind of what I'm excited about right now. And I got a lot of this from Galexis. Wonderful. Well, I'm really excited because I feel like... Uh... This process is kind of contagious. I think sending the light to one another is activating each other and making a community is going to make it so much more powerful. Oh, yeah. What are the, one of the most interesting things is that as individuals, this is the year we shift and move above and beyond the co collective limitation of belief, right? We get the opportunity to do that. But also to create the dream future it works way better if we work together. It's it's a kind of an energy of togetherness that creates this um, exponential expansion effect. So uh, you, you can do this as an individual, and that's great. But if you do it with other people, the the amount of love and community and belonging and opening and freeing and support uh, too when you go through some through the chaos. Well, yeah, it gives you a kind of a thread of, of uh, like a rope to hold on to as you go through the chaos to get to that other side. But yeah. understand, you know, chaos happens before change and chaos happens after change. It's oh, part yeah, of nature. Yes. <laughs> it's a part of the nature of vibration. You know, yeah. you're shifting resonance. You've got resonance. You know, you've got resonance that's, that is going to come up to be dumped out and cleaned out, which is what you're noticing in the political situation now. And then you've got uh, the change. And then after the change, there's got to be all this integration and you've got to clean out more stuff and, uh, and, and really expand into greater, higher vibrations until it's all higher vibrations. So um, it's an exciting project, but we're going to be in chaos for years. So we need to know how to live in the chaos and we need to have that rope to hold on to to get through the chaos. Well, let, let me interrupt you just for a moment. I don't think, I think we've pre-agreed that we don't necessarily want to talk much about Trump, but I want to ask you this one thing. Do you feel like yes. he is 
kind of meant to be as a catalyst for all of us to uh, disconnect from the way the society has run and the oh, oh absolutely he, so he is he, a kind of a healer in a sense eh? uh, and and he does it the dark way mm-hmm. you know because he's brought the dark masculine to the surface he sure has it, he's brought the patriarchy the male chauvinism uh he's i'm just thinking he flaunts it yeah and he flaunts it and all his alliances his alliances are with the NRA, the National Rifle Association, and, and they're all a whole bunch of like white supremacists with guns. Mm-hmm. And then he's got the alliance with all the extreme right-wing religious preachers and the evangelicals and so on who are, who are just itching for a fight. And they, they want to dominate and they want to take over and they want everyone to believe exactly as they do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, of course, that's the patriarchy full-time because in that system women do not you know must be subservient and all that kind of thing and so he's bringing this whole dark masculine up that we've been living in this whole macho code for mm, you know uh, centuries for thousands for, of years. for several thousands of years okay mm-hmm. and and um and so we need to balance with the feminine and the masculine needs to lighten up so that and the feminine has been really been processed because uh, the wounding, the the wounding of women, it's up. So the dark feminine is healing too, in response to that. And so the dark masculine is up, the dark feminine is up, and they're both up to be healed. And then we move into the light masculine and light feminine and balance. And when that's the that's the new world right there. That's. The new age. That's what pe- we've been waiting for, or been moving towards for decades. Hmm. Well, it's very exciting, actually, isn't it? It it really is. If you look at the the movements around the world, women starting to stand up. Women running for office more than ever. Yeah. More than ever, ever, ever. And uh, and that could and be course, attributed to Trump and how gross his oh absolutely directly is. attributed yeah. to all Trump and all his macho team and and uh also there's this whole um activation of uh environmentalists and and so forth i i think it was really in a sense wrong to argue uh global warming slash climate change as a major issue of the election i really think that was not the right focus the right focus i think should have been free rate of the of the corporations and industrial, you know, big industry uh, to just absolutely mess up the environment, poison our food, our water, our our uh, air, and uh, and create uh, tremendous uh, loss of wildlife and imbalance the the whole ecosystem, doing weather mod, just messing up the whole electromagnetic energies of the earth. And uh, and that kind of thing, and I think that's really, that was really what should have been argued. But I don't think the Democratic Party was to that level yet. And the Democratic Party, Democrats have a tendency to let the Republicans set the agenda mm-hmm. uh, it's because so the Republicans do it with so much more force mm-hmm. and domination. And so they got the de- Democrats always like reacting and responding rather than setting the agenda. Mm-hmm. So. I think that was a mistake, but and I, do, I don't think it's the nature of the Democrats to control and dominate quite as much 
and they're not as corporatized. Mm -hmm. They don't have the big corporate industry money like the Republicans do. So we're, we're working with a whole bunch of themes that are related to this obsession with money, which just seems to be what Trump has obsessions with money. And, um, and how most everybody ever since the 80s has been obsessed with money and this whole money thing. And uh, not that I'm against money. I think it's very useful. It's just that uh, with all the obsession of money, it also comes with an erosion of character, uh, of principles. Uh, it's like they'll do You anything. can be a real jerk as long as you've got money. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and if you have money, then then you're going to line all your morality with whatever it is, whatever the source is that gives you the money. Right. So, so you're not going to have your own morality, your own spirituality. You're going to let somebody who has money control you with that. Right. Mm -hmm. Or if you have money, then you can, you can feel and whatever you damn well please and it validates and justifies your being a jerk. So it's, it's this whole male chauvinistic, dark masculine that has this obsession about money. And in the dream future, I have, I have visited the dream future in meditation, and that's what I want to help people go and visit their own dream futures, and they will see what it's like without the problems. Mm. But it's going to take a little bit to really mm, uh, get a, a full image of what, what it's going to be like because it's kind of alien not to be focused on all the problems or be at the mercy of all the problems. So I went there and, and I didn't see anybody have any scarcity whatsoever. Wonderful. I'm up for that. And that just made a whole different energy in the human species. It was like people had time to, to do things that they had time to lift their vibration. They had time to get into creative things. They had time to think and feel and reflect, which and enjoy now, and enjoy each other and enjoy life and love and have community and bond and 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 work together on things. It was absolutely beautiful. So I was thinking, golly, how, how are they dealing with money? I still haven't figured it out, but I have a feeling that we'll, we're going to be able to, as a group, probably brainstorm some of what the new you know, the new money system or, or the new system of uh, uh, work value or whatever is going to uh, be like. But it's going to be really nice. It was so, so pleasant being in a reality where nobody was poor and struggling. Yo, wouldn't it be great? Okay, so we can all dream the future. So let's sign up. I, I would sign up. Okay. I'd, be, I'd be signing up. Girl. You're going to be number one. I'm number one. <laughs> Oh, this is so exciting. I mean, this time, which is scary sometimes, is actually very exciting. I feel a certain exhilaration at times. Like, wow, it's all crazy. There's no way of tamping it down any longer. So that's the good part, right? <laughs> that is. That is. It's, it's irrepressible. It's unstoppable. It's, it's coming. Mm -hmm. it's, it's moving. But we need to just get, as a, as a people, as in group, uh, those of us who are part of this society of dreamers, as Alexis calls it, the, the, those of us who are on this network of being light workers around the planet, we just need to coordinate and dream the future together. Yes, yes, yes. It's together that really is exciting because that's it is. Like. That's yeah. that's going to lift us into a new collective, which is not so dark. 
Mm-hmm. And fear-based, fear of one another. I hope that that oh, would gosh, be resolved. The fear is just so huge right now. But that's uh, part of the of the exclusionary concept of the male chauvinism, mm-hmm. which is that this is better. Uh, white and male is better than everything else. Mm-hmm. And then also is that if there's better. And then you other other people. In other words, you make them separate and you separate them out and uh, and then imbue them with negative characteristics and judge them. Then it justifies doing anything to them you want. Mm-hmm. And so this this kind of uh, disparity, this this othering is just uh, is is probably the main thing that needs to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need separation. Mm-hmm. We need to come together. You and know, the, Ginger, yeah. is this our tribe? Well, I don't want to think of it as tribal because tribal is a little bit limited okay. conceptually. Mm-hmm. I mean, tribal is uh, is basically like um, second chakra stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like the first chakra is me, 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 me. Second chakra is my family and my tribe over all the others. Okay, the third chakra has to do with um, uh, the rule of law. And, oh. and that's a, that's a, but what we're looking at here, this year is moving into the rule of love, which is fourth chakra. Mm-hmm. And in fourth chakra, we come together as community. Mm-hmm. So I would not say tribe, but I would say community. Good. I like community. Because it has this coming together, community, mm-hmm. right? I like that a lot. Wow, this is very exciting. So is it time to talk with Galexis yet? I'm wondering. Um... <laughs> Are we ever going to get to that? But okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm wondering, have you given uh, people? Oh, yeah, you already gave them your email. That's important. Mm-hmm. I'm and, excited uh, about it. And Galexis is also sign up on Galexis Spirit, although I won't know about it directly because uh, Daniel uh, organizes that. But uh but when people sign up on Galexa Spirit, then eventually they get into the mailing list too. So, what about so Facebook? You know, Are you on Facebook as well? I yeah, uh, that's a little bit tougher because I don't have a. I may actually establish the Dream Future Project on Facebook as a as a group, mm-hmm. but but right now I I'm not there so that's why i recommend the email okay super because a lot of times people send me messages on facebook and i i don't go to facebook every day and so i don't sometimes i don't even get my messages somehow so i just uh i would prefer the email that means you haven't unfriended me when i don't receive something from you (laughs) i'm just teasing (laughs) you (laughs) yeah no this is very very exciting very exciting all right I want so, that yeah, so, so why much. Don't we, why don't we go and talk with Galexis? Yes. Because we want to, you know, it's like we've, we've done half the time with me, so let's let's do some Galexis. You've got us wound up, and we're already shifting dimensions <laughs> here. Let's get into some more dimensional shift, right? Okay. So uh, I'm going to head on out into trance. And, uh, and Ginger, and then, thank you. Yeah, you're certainly welcome. I'm very excited about what's coming up, and, and I'm very excited about... Your listeners uh, also participating with you and me, and we're going to really do something here. You betcha. Okay. All right. So later.
All right, we are here. We are Galexas and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's a wonderful treat to experience you again. Oh, thank you. It's been a while since we've had a chat with you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, this is Paradigm Shifters, and paradigms have been shifting like mad. And we know um, you've got This is a, the year. This is this it, is the, boy. <laughs> this is it. You're getting the new paradigm established now. Yes. <laughs> this year. This is it. And you're going to see the impact on the planet next year of the amazing stuff you've done this year. Oh, it's like wonderful. all of a sudden. It's like uh, the last time this happened 12 years ago, uh, 2006. And, uh, and 2006 went by and people were like, huh, huh? This was like uh, supposed to be a really big Syrian year. This is a big high energy year. Hmm. But it was in 2007. Out comes the iPhone and all these, all these technological advances. You know, that have propelled the world onto a whole new sense of community and coordination. And so that you could watch things like the, the Arab Spring happen on people's iPhones. Isn't that wonderful? And, and, and everything is getting caught, you know. Uh, it's like people going around with their iPhones, something crazy happens, boom, it's, it's on video already. <laughs> it's I think it's kind of the oneness it's oneness in kind of exactly exactly and that's why it's very important even with all the bad guys that are on the internet to continue uh, to have a free internet mm -hmm. I think that's very true um, where do you think it's all going they're not going to stop our internet are they I well they want to control it the corporations want to control everything you know, and they've been working assiduously at it, especially since the 80s. They really did not like, uh, in the U.S. in particular, they did not like Jimmy Carter because he was not very happy about the corporations. Hmm. He knew, he saw the potential for destruction. And so he, uh, the corporation's uh, tax level was very high. Some, some of corporations were paying 60, 70% tax. Wow. But it was also trickling down. Actually, it, didn't, it wasn't a trickle down. It was uh, that, that tax money was supporting people in, uh, in social programs and, and so on. And it was maintaining employment and, the, and, the, and, uh, and all that. And wages were, were up and everything. The 70s were actually quite uh, a, a beautiful flow. But the corporations couldn't take it. So they sabotaged Carter and his administration in every way that they could. And, uh, and then there was the Iran uh, uh, ca uh, captives um, and so on. And so they could bring in law and order with Ronald Reagan and the Republicans. So but there's always deception behind these things, isn't there? There is. Yeah, there is. pulling it's, our there, brains. Yeah. Yeah. And... And, you know, uh, the Republicans always are bringing up more and more conspiracy theories. But you see, that's what they do. So they're, they like to point and blame the, the, the Democrats for uh, or any liberals. For, for whatever they do. Mm -hmm. but, but they're really blaming others for what they would do. Exactly. Right? And, uh, and it's like, no, don't look here. Look over there. But it seems That's like our enemy. Look over there. <laughs> any of our historical stuff, any political stuff that we learn, and I'm not, you know, I'm Canadian, I'm not really American, but I'm so startled at how deeply the roots of deception of the people go. Oh, it's very deep. And it's 
really organized by the elite, which are part of this corporatocracy. That's well, the who are the elite? Are the the are corporate th oligarchs. Those are the people who run these giant uh, industries, corporations, and so on. And they're playing around the globe. Uh, they're all globalists. They, you know, they go where it's cheap. They're on a race to the bottom of seeing how how little they can pay people, and uh, and that kind of thing. It all really took off with the with the Reagan presidency in the 80s, mm -hmm. and that's when money began to get tighter. Reagan dropped the uh, tax rate for corporations, um, uh, and built up the military, uh, the traditional kinds of patriarchal things, right? Um, and um, and the and the corporations really got a handle, got uh, got anchored in there, and then they worked and worked and worked and worked and got to Citizens United. Then they got now they can spend all their money on uh, to buy politics, and it's really easy to buy politics on a federal level. You get you get uh, you, you get representatives. It can make a big difference. Mm -hmm. It's very yeah. interesting to me also that the uh, all the media is bought and paid for as well. So our heads mm -hmm. get pulled right. in this direction and that. And as years ago, I was a school teacher, and I knew that even in the 60s, that this was affecting my students in a huge way. But it's gone way beyond that now, hasn't it? Oh, ha yes, it has. Because uh, it's really now that uh, it's that uh, the corporations have really gotten full reign. Mm -hmm. You see, that the corporatizing of the Republican Party is is pretty complete, and they corporatize the uh, Democratic Party, too, to a certain extent. Yeah, there's no separation much. sometimes, yes. Right, so, mm -hmm. so in a sense, it's correct that a lot of people said, okay, the Republicans and the Democrats, they, you know, they both suck, mm -hmm. right? They're both corrupt. And, uh, and and that's true. But the point is, is that even though the, the Republicans and the Democrats represent two sides, the, the centrists have dropped out. So the, the extremes on both parties are where all the action is going on. Mm -hmm. And what about Bernie? What's happened with him and his groups? Well, we just want to finish this concept. It's okay. like of the thesis, antithesis, and then synthesis, right? And so the thesis is prosperity and happiness for all. Mm -hmm. It's a oneness theme. But the antithesis is, well, we're going to have two tribes fighting it out. Okay, so we're in the antithesis phase, Ew. right? Mm -hmm. And it's going to move to... The synthesis phase, mm -hmm. but we need we need those messengers. And Bernie was a messenger. Hmm. Bernie came and said, "Look, put your attention to where it needs to be. Look at what's going on with the corporations. Look at the corporatocracy. Look at the oligarchy. Look at those who have so much money they feel that they're above the law and they don't suffer the penalties as poor." people of color do, they can get out of anything just with lots and lots of money. And so they're manipulating everything. Mm -hmm. And they're taking all the money. They're taking all the profit. They're I know. That's still incredible. That's incredible. Huh? Mm-hmm. And, and so as we stand around and wring our hands. 
Beg your pardon. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. As people are getting poorer at the bottom, there's creating a greater gap. Well, the bottom there's... is most of the picture now, financially. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So it has to come to a head. The people have to rise up and say, no, it's we the people, not we the corporate corporations. Of course, now corporations are people, um, according to Citizens United. But uh, but the Republicans are buying off all, you know, the, uh, the Supreme Court, the executive branch, the and Congress, and so on, all getting bought off by big money, corporate money. It's okay. really gross, and it's so apparent, is it not? Well, it's, it's never, it's still not apparent to a lot of people, which is amazing. Because, mm-hmm. see, a lot of people think that the problem is government, because that's what Reagan said. Mm-hmm. See, Reagan pointed the attention away from the corporatists, right? And it's like, okay, no, it's it's actually um, it's actually the government is the problem. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have give you less government, mm-hmm. less regulation. You'll have more freedom. Well, who does that apply uh, uh, apply to or appeal to? Only the very wealthy. Mm-hmm. So, well, let me ask you the, one other question. You yes. spoke of the elite. Who? You, you mentioned that the elite, the corporations, and so on, but isn't offshore still the Illuminati and beings in the different dimensions? Do you think they're also the elite? Well, the Illuminati is not functioning quite like it used to. So I've heard, yes. Now, it's, it's, it really got broken up. It's really dissolved. What's happened, though, now is a, a kind of coalition of the elite uh, the bankers, the the big industrialists, the big corporate heads, the ultra billionaires, um, these are the elite, and they're all over the planet now. They're concentrated in various places. United States has quite a few of them, and uh, and England has some, and and so on. But uh, but this, they f- do function based on money, on making reality prosperous for themselves right and destroying any resistance or competition so it's become actually instead of the illuminati which had this these metaphysical overtones it's actually become a a coalition of greed Hmm. all right and so we would say that the elites they still meet and they still may do rituals that are reflective of the Illuminati uh, because some of them still do dark, you know, black magic, dark magic. And and like we mentioned with the Republicans before, the Republicans will say, oh, they, over there, they're doing this bad thing. Mm-hmm. When it's it's them themselves, the Republicans that are doing the, that bad thing. You do know? you think that and, this amazing gathering of money for some people, is kind of like a trance. They can't even see outside of it anymore because they can just create money everywhere they go. Um, you know, a few of them may like be like that. But, but what we would say is that, you know, you uh, you talked about tribe before, mm-hmm. and um, it's a tribe, tribal thing. Hmm. The money people are a tribal, are a tribe. Mm-hmm. But they're the ruling tribe. They, mm-hmm. they As far as they're concerned, they're entitled to run the world, mm-hmm. and that you know, we the people have no say. Really, mm-hmm. we're just the you know the worker bees. 
I remember Nestle being quoted as saying, people, humans should not have access to water if they haven't paid for it. And he bought up the rights to British Columbia water for some very, very cheap, cheap rate. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, they, Disgusting. They, they, Nestle is doing this all around the world. And, of course, Nestle has all this free California water that they bottle and then they sell back to people. Disgusting. It is. It's, it, that's the, that is the attitude of the corporations. But is that possible that all of a sudden the energies will move through them and their consciousness will be evoked or awakened? Well, we don't see their consciousness being awakened. What we see the consciousness being awakened is in the people. So let, yeah. mm -hmm. The power of the people is enough to say to them to say enough. You're done. Stop that. They can't, they can't function if they don't make money off the people. Mm. And it, once the people get this idea, they'll be able to boycott some of these. Now, a lot of these companies have created circumstances in which they have exclusive market in, some, in whatever their, their product is. And so the government interferes with that because government holds, you know, water and uh, uh, like, for example, water and, and energy. There's power companies mm -hmm. and so on. And, um, and so um, there's, there's this whole movement of people saying, well, wait a minute, I need a choice. Like uh, there's whole areas where you only can have access to one cable TV company. There's no competition. Mm -hmm. That's what the corporations want. They want to set it up. There's no competition. And that in each market, only one will dominate. Mm -hmm. right? And so only way to break that is for the people to become aware. The people have got to become aware because even though they know what they're doing, they're not going to tell anybody. They're not going to reveal it. They're not going to confess. A few of them maybe. But they're not going to say, "Oh, I shouldn't control. I shouldn't control this market. I should step back and let my competitors have some say." Mm -hmm. They're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. So the only thing that's going to happen is when the people become wise, and that's what Bernie was doing. Bernie was teaching the people what was going on and where the finger needs to be pointed to, not mm -hmm. to government, mm -hmm. but to the corporations that now control government and have used government to legislate them as the sole, uh, you know, dominator of their markets. Well, you know, Galexis, I've heard predictions that uh, this is going to go on till the, about the mid-20s. Is that doesn't have to be true, does it? If we get our uh, dreaming hats on, if we coalesce, if we really work on ourselves and um, Well, there's so the much world. to do. There's so much to do that unless we really dream very solidly, we would say that you're probably right. It's probably going to extend about uh, 20, 23, 24. And all over the world, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the U.S. Uh, tends to be um, kind of a, a harbinger. Mm -hmm. And so what, what is going on in the U.S. Uh, tends to then spread from the U.S. into the rest of the world, like the, the U.S. culture and all that. So, so uh, 
this is going to be a new culture, the dream, future people. This is a new culture, a new community, a new sense of belonging, a new light, a new level of love, a new level of freedom, a new level of empowerment. Hmm. And the education of people as to what's really happening is going to be, in a sense, our global task as, a, as individuals and as a group. We must inform form others of what's happening and where to put the attention. You want to see a, a future in which the corporations don't control everything that you see and hear and eat and drink. Right. That's possible, huh? Yeah, yeah, but it's got to come from the people. It's a grassroots is where it's really got to happen. And in all of society throughout civilization, throughout centuries and centuries, all new social movements, all new grassroots movements are actually initiated. Uh, all social change is initiated by women generally. Hmm. The, the feminine is the creator, really. God isn't the creator. God is his. Women, uh, men don't carry babies. Women do. Mm -hmm. Men don't nurture their children as much as the mother does with her milk. Mm -hmm. you know? I, I like that part of, of the feminine. That's a very, my guides keep saying that love is fierce. And I, I used to sit with that and go, what does that mean exactly? But when I think of the feminine and nurturing, I think, yeah, love is fierce, isn't it? Well, think of the mama bear, you know? Sure, yeah. She, she'll fight to the death for her cubs. So the other interesting thing, and you're absolutely right, the other interesting thing is how many times, it's like Groundhog Day, how many times has humanity zeroed itself out and had to start again on this planet? I mean, well, it's a, such a relentless several, thing. Several times, but we want you to understand that there are different levels of these experiments. Okay. Because this, now, here in 2018, is the first time that this experiment can happen with full consciousness and not require total destruction. It's the first time. Hmm. You know, people, you use it symbolically as, as uh, Atlantis, you know, Atlantis <laughs> oh, yes. had three civilizations that all went down, and the and the last one was quote unquote the Great Flood that Noah was in, and uh, and that kind of thing. So it was, it, it there was this whole um, uh, this whole uh, level of experiments where one, two, three experiments failed, hmm. and so so many. Uh, beings who are uh, incarnate right now at this time working on this new world, the stepping into it themselves individually and then also dreaming it for the planet, um, were in Atlantis and said, no, it, with the, you know, we can't let this happen again. Now what we want to do is to be able to bring in this new world in full consciousness. And while so many people think, oh, but they were way more conscious in Atlantis. No. No, they weren't. Well, there's a huge number of conscious people on the planet right now, are there not? Yeah. Yes. But am and I getting it right? They're coming, and they're coming onto the planet in droves. They're just pouring in. And is it true there are all, all kinds of beings that are observing the planet to see how we do all this? Is that still Oh, true? millions of beings are observing. Yeah, this it's just... Uh, 
this this is so exciting because this is the time for the experiment to come into its fullness. Now, are we going to get some help from ETs, or is that just a big myth? Well, yes, you're going to get help from ETs. In fact, uh, some of the group that we are, we have extraterrestrials amongst them, and a lot of the ETs are members of your uh, and individuals, a spiritual family. Mm, that sure. you see, before you came and lived your lifetimes on planet Earth, you were living on in other star systems, on other planets. Mm-hmm. So we're and ETs ourselves. Have, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And and in places that are more evolved than Earth. So you decided to come and help Earth lift up. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you're here to help participate in the upliftment of Earth and bring Earth into the fifth dimension along with where you came from. And so you have a lot of family and, and a lot of community out there on your planet, on your home planet. Okay, and you may have multiple home planet, like in in the Pleiades or or Sirius or Orion or Arcturus or whatever. There's a lot of planets out there, and there you have your spiritual family. That uh, and you at one point said, "Okay, I'm I'm leaving. I'm going to go to Earth and help create this new level and lift Earth." And they said, yay, and <laughs> we're going to watch you, we're going to support you, we're going to be there for you, and uh, and yes, would you please report back to us. And uh, and we'd like to keep uh, track of what you're going through, and we'll all, like, watch the experiment through you. It's kind of like, you know, in medical school, they'll have these uh, operating rooms where the where the experts will operate, and then all the students are up in the in the balconies watching mm-hmm. those big amphitheaters, you know, or or whatever they call them, um, where where all of that observation happens. So your spiritual family is up there observing you as you are functioning and learning how to be physical, how to feel and think and 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 activate and energize and manifest and come into your own and honor who you are, okay? And they're watching your process. And as you go higher and higher in your vibration, working more and more with the fifth dimension, you can call on their help because they're in fifth dimension and above, and they can come and work with you as long as you're stuck with your attitudes and ideas and your uh, limits of your life within the 3D box, then uh, it's hard to get connection with them. They will still connect with you. Very, uh, We know so many people who at night go traveling and, and uh, visit with their spiritual family and, and give them the report. But the problem with that, of course, is that the person doing that will wake up in the morning being all exhausted. Or, or totally not, not remembering, huh? And they won't remember it, no, but they'll feel really tired. Like, oh gosh, I what did I do during the night, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's very stressful in the human body to do this kind of thing. So as you get your resonance higher, they're going to be able to work more effectively with you and you with them, and you're going to be more conscious of your connection with them. So instead of this abduction thing where... You're like whisked away in your unconscious mind and and your eggs or your sperm are removed or whatever and you're operated on and experimented on 
that type of thing is really over. That was a, a, an earlier lower consciousness thing. What's happening now is that they want you to be able to consciously be able to be with them and be able to make the transition, you know, consciously. And so they're preparing you, you're preparing you and for what they call pre preparation for contact. And with this contact, it's not going to be mm, the Galactic Federation. It's not going to be, in a sense, at this time, uh, a sense of all the, the nations in the world and all the planets and everything coming into an intergalactic, universal, you know, uh, UN kind of thing. It's, it's really going to be much more that, that with your consciousness, you're going to be able to participate in manifestation on a higher level oh, in consciousness with your spiritual family and your space family. Well, that's a relief, isn't it? Yeah, it's not, there's not going to be any um, hierarchy. Oh, really? No, hierarchy is just the dark masculine. So it's more like we're becoming true to ourselves and we don't need a hierarchy when we're true to ourselves no. anyway, do we? And no. there's no competition if we're true to ourselves. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Because if you're manifesting your reality, is there really competition? No. Mm -hmm. If you imagine and dream and believe that it's competition, yeah, you'll get the effects of competition in your life. But you see how you're moving beyond the collective you can also move beyond the dark masculine and the dark feminine and move into the light power of yourself, into your greater self. And as you move into that greater self and you see everything through the perspective of that, you realize that you're free, empowered, loving, and you're safe. Now, the safety, the safety thing is that you're trusting that the divine plan is supporting you that your reality is loving and supportive and you can rely on that okay and so these are the four foundational pieces of living that conscious life with your unseen friends and and your uh, spiritual family from the other planet and all that that's really really something tell me this um is it true that we could step out of, like, when we're rising in consciousness and we're considering resonance and we're getting into a rather interesting dream community and so on, we could step right out of karmic connections, can we not? We don't have to. Oh, yeah. Karma is actually, it's karma finito. in a way doesn't exist. It's, it's like competition. If you believe it's there, it's there. <laughs> but okay? we've used and it to blame ourselves. And the way that karma has been used has been cause and effect. Mm. is that your current life is the effect of what you did in previous lives. Well, this is the wrong way to go. This from the past to the present, nah. Mm -hmm. See, the whole shift of paradigm, um, being that you're a paradigm shifter, you're understanding <laughs> that the, the power comes from the future to the present. It's very, so very liberating. doesn't exist in this, in this context. Very liberating. Right. You don't have to say, oh, gosh, it's fate, it's karma, it's my, it's, it's my punishment from what I did in some other lifetime. No, it, there is some influence from other lifetimes, but it's not, it's not so solid. It's not so debilitating. What's really going to influence your life is the future that you are moving to. That's what's going to influence your life. And that's not about karma.
Mm. I love that. So, Galexis, um, why did you come to this planet at this time, come to be through Ginger and so on? Well, we saw that, uh, that Ginger was uh, available. Mm-hmm. In a sense, she, she was learning how to, to channel. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was going to a uh, regularly to a trance channel. Uh, he's, he's still doing beautiful work. His name is Matar, M-A-T-A-A-R-E. And he was doing beautiful work. And they were, they were uh, going to him and getting feedback and asking questions. And, and he would go into trance and various uh, beings would come through, various teacher beings. And uh, at one point he said, you know, uh, when Ginger was having a reading with him, he says, you know, there's some, uh, some beings who, who want to work through you. And she was practicing and learning how to channel. And uh, basically it just got into the, what is called relay channeling, where you, where you kind of hear, it's like a psychic hearing stuff. And then you say, this so-and-so, this entity is saying such and such about this, right? And so she was basically at that point, and she's like, me, a channel? No, 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 not (laughs) me. But she was suffering from chronic fatigue, so much chronic fatigue, that they decided that she needed some healing. And that because she already had the languaging, you know, uh, that this group of beings decided, well, why don't we just see if we can work through her? And so... We got together, and we as the, the group, various group of beings, we got together, we decided, okay, here's what, what we can do, because it's too exhausting for her to go in and out of trance for every individual. We're going to come together as a group. Nice. We're going to come through her, and then we'll just pass the microphone around. So she didn't have to go in and out. That translation, that, that, that transition uh, is stressful. And she had chronic fatigue. She didn't have the energy to give. But she had, she had the training. She had the background. She had done a lot of work with, like, Lazarus and other, uh, other spiritual. She had done theosophy work. She had been in the spiritualist church. She had done shamanic work. She had done all sorts of stuff. And I said, hey, we can work with this. We're ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we came through. And we came through as a group. And uh, we didn't have a name. We just came through as the group, as one. And over time, we decided to merge and become one entity. So that, so that there's, so no, we no longer, you know, move the microphone around. We are all one, and we all communicate as one now. Hmm. And humans and can learn to do that as well, communicate as one. Any, any human being can learn to be psychic, to channel uh, to know stuff, fifth dimensional and above stuff. It, it, it's all part of your intrinsic program. Hmm. Well, now I have one final question before I have to say goodbye. And I always hate saying goodbye to you and Ginger. <laughs> but um, as we go through these changes, are more and more of us going to be very dimensionally linked up? Uh, you see what I mean? Is this moving us into a multidimensional species? Well, yes. It is because we are come, going to come together as a collective. The whole collective is going to rise up. It starts in a way at first with you individually, mm-hmm. but you individually will then create your own collective and then you in, in combination with other people and their collectives 
will come together and form a mega collective. Wonderful. All right. Now, this is, see, you've been working on the conscious level, you know, being in the conscious mind. And you know that people have been working a lot in with hypnosis and so on with a subconscious mind. Of course. So if you know your patterns, you're beginning to really get conscious of your subconscious. If you're aware of what your mind talk is saying and chattering about all day and what the implications and impact of that is, you're becoming more consciously aware of the impact and work of your subconscious mind. Right. To where you can basically tell yourself to stop that habit and you can do it because your subconscious, which is the one who is consistent, has consistent behaviors and, and uh, addictions are part of that subconscious, um, is conscious. And, and it is, in a sense, directed by the conscious mind. And the conscious mind is in so much power that the conscious and the subconscious, then you can do just about anything. But what's so exciting, and this is so big, is that the collective is in the unconscious mind, which is far, far bigger than the subconscious and the conscious mind. Hmm. The unconscious mind takes in all the information across all the the uh, whole universe, and it takes in all your lifetimes, it takes in all everybody else's lifetime, all the Akashic records, it takes in everything. The collective, the unconscious mind. The unconscious mind holds all the beliefs, it holds the translation from belief into physical manifestation. For all of us. For everyone, yeah. Your unconscious mind is huge, and it's all connected and interlinked with everybody else's in the collective. And different planets as well. And different planets. Every, that's how you can travel to another planet. You do it in your unconscious mind. That's why it ha generally has to be done so far when you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. But the point is, is that what we're doing uh, as a collective and part of why we are here specifically working is to enable the, the unconscious mind to become more conscious. Uh -huh. And then you have power with that you can be empowered in your unconscious mind and therefore you can choose the translations of belief into physical manifestation by choice wonderful but you have to be conscious then you're conscious of your patterns your subconscious and now to be conscious of the collective right and then all of this together okay is going to um give you mm -hmm. going to give you this amazing power of choice over the, whatever manifests. Wow. That's a lot of wonderful, helpful information. And I have to say goodbye for now. I'm very excited about your up-and-coming Dreamers with with Ginger and uh, the community that you're developing so people will learn yes, to... Yes, the Dream Future Project. Mm -hmm, the Dream Future Project. Now, you can uh, connect with uh, the channel uh, with Ginger at uh, ginger at ginniel.com or... Or you can go to our website, galexaspirit.com, and sign up for the newsletter. Uh, you can, uh, uh, so far, there is no uh, website for the Dream Future Project. It's in the works. But, uh, but please, you know, get in touch with us. Let us know. Let us, let us work with you. Wonderful. Right? I'm so excited about what, you, what you're sharing with us and what Ginger's sharing. So this All is right. Veronica Entwistle saying thank you so much, Ginger Metro and Galexis. And all of you are going to join this coalescence of beings that are going to help the shift, right? We're going to move into multidimensional self.
Again, I'm Veronica Antwistle. You've listened to Paradigm Shifters, and you've just learned some more about how to keep shifting your paradigm. Magic is abounding. So stay tuned.